0: After these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey, everybody, welcome to After These Messages. We are bringing you hot takes on commercial breaks. We're here to talk about TV commercials, the good ones and the bad ones, and the ones where people say weird shit like this. I've lost my mojo and my confidence. Any suggestions? My name is Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Haz. She's the one shortling off mic there. Hey, Veeves.
1: Hi, Andrew. I
0: got you. I you got, got you with the intro tape. That one's funny. Uh, coming up today, uh, this was your idea, Genevieve. You said, you know, let's do a whole show about commercials featuring people named Bob. Yeah, doesn't that sound like a Genevieve Has idea? That
1: sounds like that does not sound like a Genevieve idea. Huh,
0: that's how I. Genevieve, it. a
1: Genevieve idea would be like, let's do a commer let's do a show about commercials where the concept is everyone's bobbing for something. Right, and yours, your version of your version of like a obscure concept is like is this.
0: Here's how. It not, went, I'm
1: not saying one is yeah. better. I'm here's, just saying. Here's how it
0: went to the, down today. You texted me and said, "I don't know. What about a show on travel plans? A lot of those are out there now. Not the best idea in the world." And I wrote back, "How about a show where we feature commercials?" featuring people named Bob. And you're like, all right, sounds like you got a plan. <laughs> and I'll let you do it. I was like, all right, sounds good.
1: Yeah, it would, it, it would be hard to imagine that you just suggested that and didn't have any sort
0: of I really didn't ideas. have much of a plan. The only reason that popped in my head is, and I can't even play you these examples, but I've been listening, obviously, to a lot of um, Mariners games on the radio. And when you listen to Mariners games, you hear the same commercials over and over and over again. And there are two commercials featuring someone named Bob. One is just a guy named Bob who owns, owns a business. I don't know what it is, like Bob's Bank or something. Um, It's not Bob's Bank. And then there's another one. I think I've told you about this before.
1: Like, would you bank at a place called Bob's Bank?
0: I was trying to think the other day if I could... I don't know why I was doing this, but I thought if I could name a bank anything in the world, what would I name it? It's an interesting challenge. I think I was thinking about it because I thought... How good the name KeyBank is now that they've worked it into their slogan, like "Let Key Open Doors for You" or something. I'm like, right. oh, that's really good.
1: Now uh, all the new bank, you know, how you know how there's like new banks.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All the the I feel like the way that they name new banks is they take a word that means like, let's you know, something sort of adjacent to trust or mm-hmm. truth, and then mm-hmm. they like make a version of that word that has like a weird spelling. Mm-hmm. Like isn't there a verity bank or something? Probably
0: and you drop a vowel we Drop you turn a, vowel, a U into a V or something. Turn
1: a turn a vowel into a consonant. Right. So you've got this little bit of that like that Silicon Valley naming energy, but you like still you're still like trying to hitch your wagon to like the concept of trustworthiness.
0: It's funny, we are getting further and further away from what we're here to talk about today, which is people which named is Bob. Bob. But I gotta say, I was in the shower, I heard a commercial for KeyBank. I started to think, oh, when you use it in the slogan, that's actually a pretty good name for a bank. And then I started remembering, and then I thought, what would you name a bank, if you could name any bank? And I didn't come up with anything because I started daydreaming about the only script I've ever written, it's in my head, Um, Not counting radio scripts for a uh, TV commercial and I still think it's a wonderful wonderful idea for a TV commercial Genevieve I've been telling you about this for 20 (laughs) years. I think I came up with it when we were first dating But I don't think I've ever told the listeners about my pitch for a banking commercial So
1: (laughs) I feel like it gets worse every year. Really? Yeah, it's just like it's don't give it away I'm about to pitch it. All right,
0: I'm gonna just say this
1: I think it's alienating.
0: I don't think it's alienating. So, you see, um, you see, kind of a, a business door kind of swing open, ground level, and you just see a close up of a pair of feet walking into a room. I'll. I'll Spoilers, it's a pair of feet walking into a bank, right? But close up on the ground and the feet, the feet are sandaled feet. In fact, you can sort of see that it might be somebody wearing a dress or something because there's some, you know, like cloth hanging down. Then you see somebody, it's actually man's hands, a close up of man's hands filling out some sort of a, a slip of paper, right? Close up on the hands. And then um, you see those hand, You see those feet kind of get into a line, get in a queue, and then you see those same hands pulling push this piece of paper uh, across a little countertop and then you see him push a pile of money across the countertop too and then the camera shows a um, a bank teller and who says something like, it's good to see you again then the big reveal close up on the person we've been seeing all along it's Jesus <laughs> Jesus and depositing I assume- money into a bank and then it just says and
1: you're thinking this sort of like the white Jesus, right? Yeah, either, either way. Just either. However, way. I mean, okay. we don't,
0: we're not into casting right now. And then, um, and then a voiceover just says, or possibly just text on the screen, "Jesus saves." Shouldn't you, KeyBank?
1: First of all, it always sounds to me like a Mister Show sketch.
0: Okay, I could do worse.
1: <laughs> sort of. And secondly, I always think about this: that saving. Is not usually like what banks are advertising themselves sure, as being no, for. Right. So it's like it's not how they make their money no, really.
0: No. They want you to, to what invest. Yeah. They want they want to give you a loan so you can invest in something and right. then they, they, can make they want money you they back. want you to
1: do all the like for your small business. Right.
0: Well, What's, this is different, of, though. What this kind is, of
1: small business does Jesus run? That's
0: why I'm saying we're carving out new territory here. They're missing. <laughs> they're missing an obvious thing, which is savings plans at a bank. Jesus saves. Shouldn't you? I can totally picture. It can be. It can even be a 15 second spot. Like, okay. And, and it goes viral, Genevieve. It goes viral, and then All right. then Bob's Bank is the most famous bank on the planet. Um. Anyway, what are we talking about? So Bob's. Bob's you listen to a lot of Mariners games. It is so hot, and I am so exhausted. And I'm not going to get through this introduction, let alone the show. Um, there are a couple. There's another um, set of ads that air for um, a company called Levitt Group. In this case, Levitt Group Northwest. They're like a a commercial um, insurance company, and. The slogan is something like just call Bob. And there's this voiceover guy. I think it's a guy I used to work with at Cairo Radio. I think they produced the ads in house. And I think I've told you this, Vives, although probably not on the show, in some ads we have this voiceover guy telling us all about Bob, but then in other commercials he doesn't know who Bob is and Mm -hmm. it's really disconcerting, like he's actually losing his mental grasp on things. (laughs) Because you hear these commercials over and over and over and over again over the course of a season. So you hear all these ones, the same voice saying, you know, I told my friend just call Bob. That's right, Bob at the Levitt Group Northwest. And then other times he's saying, I was talking to my friend and I told him My, you know, really needed some good insurance. And he said, yeah, well, that's why I called Bob. And I said, who's Bob? I'm just like, (laughs) you're you're the one who told me about Bob. Why do you not know who Bob is anymore? Yeah, it's like they
1: can't wrap their minds around the idea that if they're going to do a serialized set of ads... People are not going to hear them in the order in which they were conceived.
0: It really makes me concerned for him. Um, Anyway, (laughs) so that got me thinking. So I can't even play that commercial for you. I recorded like four hours of talk radio today. I couldn't catch it. I think it maybe only airs during the Mariners game. But um, it got me thinking, there's probably a lot of bobs in commercials. Now, I specifically, for the most part, did not pick commercials companies that are named Bob like we don't we're not going to do a bunch of Bob Evans commercials here that's not the point what we're doing is we're looking at commercials for all kinds of products and services that invent a character named Bob to get their point across okay okay
1: so i i didn't realize that they had to be invented cuz i included a few that were like the the owner, the real guy. Yeah, I guy saw
0: only one on here. Uh, Bob's Red Mill uh, oatmeal, which we, we could—I don't know if you really want to play that. We can play that. Um, I'm not—I don't want to be super strict about this. I also have one that breaks the rules too. So, um, but that's the—that's the point. Is is characters named Bob trying to sell a product? Plus, we will check in with the Ad Council. Remember, we're still just Ford promoting here. Uh, we're going to check in with the Ad Council. What is in the Ad Council today, Vaves?
1: Um Got some va- validation for my cheese eating habits. Thanks, Ugh, everybody. So gross. Um a a great uh, ad that I had not or that I hadn't seen in a long time, um, that I think is is worth a look. That reminds me of a horror movie that I like. Ooh. And um a pretty gross Canadian commercial I think we should take a look Oof,
0: at. It. All right. Looking forward to that. Let's get into a show that, as of right now, working title is Bobbing for ad Pals. Bobby Bobby Bobby. All right, so let's start with, I think that the, these first ones are really the platonic ideal of what I'm trying to describe here, just a character named Bob that is kind of a, I believe, a stand-in for the everyman, right? Like, take this one here. This is for Discount Tire, and we see a fella. Um, you know what? I don't think I have any black Bob.
1: I was going to say, I feel like Bob's white. I feel like Bob yeah. is always white.
0: So maybe not, uh, maybe not the everyman, but yeah. the white man, or maybe just... The man.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think the man is more <laughs> accurate. just the yeah. man.
0: So in this, um, in this ad, we see a, uh, a garage door opening. On the garage door, superimposed, it says, Discount Tire Presents Life's Roads, number 12. And then we will see a fella going about his day, and I believe the voiceover will do the heavy lifting here. At exactly 7.37 each day, Bob leaves for his 23-minute drive to work. But this morning had other plans. Ah. So a little uh, exclamation point light goes it's on It's a low dashboard. tire pressure light. Is that a tire I've pressure? I've gotten it many times. Ah. I'm very
1: familiar. For some reason, I love our Volkswagen, but all the Volkswagens I've ever owned are like, especially when you first get them, mm. it's like they cannot figure out how to keep their t- own tires inflated.
0: They're just adjusting. I guess it's like they're
1: adjusting to their new family and they're just acting out with the tire pressure light. So I've anyway, lear- I've learned a lot about tire pressure.
0: Bob's in a blue uh, button down shirt, wearing a tie, going to some sort of uh white collar job, ironically, in a blue collar. Uh, and then his tire pressure light goes Other on. Plans. Ah, the light. Inconvenient? Yes. Easy to fix? Yes. The unexpected relief when you have someone who cares. Let's get you taken
1: care of. That's actually a very compelling ad to me. The guy pulls up at uh, Discount Tire Center, and it says free air check, and there's someone Mm -hmm. waiting right there to check his tires. Yep. I wish that was in reality how it worked.
0: Here's another commercial with a bob behind the wheel, but in this case, Genevieve, the bob is embarrassed to be behind the wheel. So we see a guy, again, white guy, very kind of frumpy, wearing a... um, a hoodie and a white t-shirt. He's got a beard and long hair. Kind of looks like I would look if I were younger, with more hair, maybe. Mm-hmm. Frumpy. Um, but is also wearing one of those kind of Groucho Marx disguises with a big plastic nose and a fake mustache and big uh, and big eyebrows. And then, um, of course, next to him in the car is the Carfax Fox.
1: I think they just call it the... Is it just called the Car Fox? Maybe. Or is it Carfax Fox?
0: I consider Tawny Katane to be the Car Fox. (laughs) Um, I blame that joke on the heat. All right. So anyway, so the Carfax Fox or the Car Fox is sitting in the passenger seat. And it turns out this guy behind the wheel is in disguise because he's so embarrassed about the car he drives. He doesn't want anybody to recognize him. At least I think that's the point. Let's listen. So ashamed to overpaid for this used car if decided to go undercover. I see. So it's not that he's ashamed of his new car, but he's ashamed that he paid so yeah. much for it. Okay. So ashamed to overpaid for this used car if decided to go undercover. Guess I picked the wrong used car sign Remember, if you don't see me, you're not seeing the most accurate price. Shop at Carfax. You won't have to overpay on this used car again. Now we see a neighbor, she's walking down the street. She makes eye contact with our fella who I'm assuming his name is Bob. The name of the commercial is Bob. I think she says his name here. Hey Bob. Oh my. Hey Beth. How we feeling? Good. Yep. Moving. Moving. That's not people.
1: Horatio Sands, is it? It's hard you know to see that, underneath the. I don't think that's glasses, a really good. sure p- looks and sounds like him. It
0: doesn't really look much like him, but the voice sounds like him, doesn't it? Let's take a listen to this again, just for funsies. Hey, Bob. Oh, my. Hey, Beth. How we feeling? Good. Yep. Moving. Moving. Wow, the voice does sound like him, but I don't think um, that's the right hair color for a Horatio Sands.
1: Am I thinking of the right guy?
0: The guy from uh, SNL? Are you thinking of somebody else? I
1: am, but am I thinking of a different guy from SNL?
0: I am pulling up a picture of Horatio Sands here. As you can see, the hair color is quite different.
1: Yeah, I mean, but hair color is just random. But who's the guy who's in The Mayor, The Mayor Show with uh, Ted Danson?
0: I don't know. Not the mayor of Easttown.
1: Uh, no, not the mayor of Easttown. <laughs> it's
0: a different... It sounded like you said mayor, not mayor. Anyway, I don't know who that is, um, but that's another Bob commercial for you there. Um, while you look that up, how about this commercial? Another Bob. This is another um, kind of... kind of. I don't know how you would describe that last guy, but, you know, not killing it at life. Oh, you
1: know what? I misspoke. I met Bobby Moynihan.
0: Oh, could that have been Bobby Moynihan? Yeah, I apologize for confusing those two. And actually, when you say that, that is the voice I'm thinking of, too. It could be, but I don't think so. Actors, it says none have been identified. I for feel like if that one. was Bobby
1: Moynihan, it would be mentioned.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm just typing in Bobby Moynihan, Carfax. Carfax. Let's get it out of the way. No, it does not seem to be him, although there are other Bobby Moynihan commercials. Would you like me to play some? Would you like to change I mean, the show? I a. speaking oh, of Oh, that was another rule. I was not picking. <laughs> There's all kinds of, like, Bob Vila, yeah. Bob Costas. There's, There's all many, kinds of commercials with famous Bobs. Bob. I'm not using celebrity. Although, while we're here, since you took us here, let's do this uh, Bobby Moynihan-selling Pizza Hut commercial. I don't even know what this is. Announcing Pizza Hut's new Applewood smoked bacon. And melty cheese. So Bobby Moynihan is um, like a, a timpani drum player, and he's on stage making weird faces at the camera while he plays. And behind him, we see on the big screen Pizza Hut pizzas. Stuffed in the crust. Pizza Hut's Bacon Stuffed Crust Pizza is here, now with Applewood Smoked Bacon. <laughs> And loaded with cheese in one irresistible crust. Just $12.99. Only at Pizza Hut. You're baking me crazy. You're baking me crazy. That's the payoff. We finally get a little Moynihan at the end there.
1: I mean, you got a lot of Moynihan, it was just all visuals. But he was like really hamming it up with all the drums and stuff. Which I thought was fun.
0: Okay, so if that Carfax commercial featured a character named Bob who, again, doesn't look like he's not like the Bob in the discount tire. Uh, commercial. He's not like all buttoned up and heading to work. He looks a little bit more like a stoner or something along those lines. This next commercial, kind of the same vibe. Not necessarily a stoner. Just because you play video games does not mean you're a stoner. But we have an adult man. I mean, it
1: doesn't prove that you aren't. either. Exactly.
0: We have an adult man. It looks like he's in his like, um, I don't know, playroom. Maybe a bit converted basement. We see that he's got a he, lava like, goes lamp to back Spades there. David Bates barber. Yeah, he's looks he's got some David Spade hair. Behind him we see that he likes to uh tickle the ivories on some sort of electric piano. He's got back there it just looks like I'm avoiding the word man cave because I hate that word. But it's like his little it's like his little rec room and he's playing it's his video inner games. It's his inner sanctum. He's, it's
1: his masculine retreat.
0: He's also wearing um a hoodie. He's another hoodie guy. Um, uh, he's, all
1: Bobs wear hoodies, apparently. He's
0: got the uh, the gamer headphones on, and he's looking directly at us because he's playing a video game intensely, and we, you know, get oh, the point he's of it. got a view lava of, lamp. That's, oh, did I not mention oh, that? Oh, yeah. So anyway, this fella's name is also named Bob, and this is a commercial for 1-800-CONTACTS.
1: At 1-800-CONTACTS, we're here for people like Bob, who likes to save money when not saving the galaxy. With our best price guarantee, Bob, you got this. Order now and save 20% on your first purchase, and don't forget... To use your flex spending account or vision insurance benefits before they expire.
0: Okay, listen. Not a lot to say about this commercial, or maybe any of them, but I think I just want to acknowledge that I was right. Advertisers love using guys named Bob I to sell shit. I think they do. Shit.
1: I feel like it. It really, um, f- especially for yeah, like a white man of a certain sort of age and potentially income bracket. But I think mostly like white guys of a certain age. It's just the name that advert that the ad wizards think of. It's just like it def- that's their default for like generic dude name. Mm-hmm.
0: Here's another one with the same Bob in the same setting. It's a slightly wider view. So we see actually, you know what Genevieve is this his bedroom? Maybe this is just his Pretty bedroom fancy. with a lot of toys. He ha- does he stuff. have
1: a lot of toys? He has an entire model of the solar system. Like, yeah. Hanging 12. from the ceiling.
0: So same Bob, same company, different copy.
1: At 1-800-CONTACTS, we're here for people like Bob, who's about to run out of contacts at 3 a.m. That's why we have 24-7 customer service, so Bob can chat with real people, not killer robots. Order now and use your Flex Spending account or They're Vision sort sure of dunking bags. on Bob for being like a, you know, basement dweller. Yeah,
0: he's only talking to killer robots. Now, here's a different kind of Bob for you. This is, we're getting into the realm of angry Bobs. Genevieve, right. Are you ready to go there with me?
1: Well, you know, I'll... I bet you don't have to scratch too hard to get uh, any of these bobs angry.
0: Well, this bob, another white guy, uh button-down shirt, khaki shorts, looks like maybe even barefoot out in his backyard and his air conditioner unit, you know, like his central air unit, uh is smoking and it's busted and he don't like it. <laughs> Are you. F- this getting this getting is of all f-
1: Bob. Bob needs it a new AC system.
0: Five. Degrees out, 100%. Bob doesn't know about Fixify. You're you are a piece of With the touch of a button, Bob can get an instant quote on a new AC system, instant financing, and save thousands. Don't be like Bob. Replace your old AC system today. Fixify, the only F word you need to know. <laughs> Good payoff, right?
1: I actually like that a lot, and I really enjoyed the performance of the actor who plays Bob. And I even find, I thought I was I was really prepared to not like mm-hmm. Bob. You thought
0: it was gonna be toxic. I
1: thought it was gonna be very toxic, but actually it's very relatable. Uh-huh. And his performance is wonderful. It's so physical. He throws himself on the ground and he like rolls over and just like kicks his heels on the dirt. Uh-huh. It's really great. Yeah, at
0: first he's like very angry, but by the end he's just he's throwing just... a tantrum, which and is pretty funny.
1: Have, we've all been there, right? Yeah. Like it's so relatable, that feeling of like, it's 95 degrees out, this is the day right. that the thing that I need goes Just goes to shit.
0: Now, Genevieve, if you just type in Bob commercial yes. into Google, this is the first one you get. Not the one we just heard, but the one I'm about to play for you. This is one of those surreal kind of stepford style commercials where everything is kind of... The, the cinematography is all squared away, and it seems to exist in some sort of, I don't know, 1950s slash yeah. timeless era. And we have, like a, a, a again, a white guy... A white button down shirt, skinny tie, and he's smiling way too intensely as he goes around, uh, goes about his day. We see him um, having breakfast uh, in his kitchen. Then we see him uh, in an elevator with some colleagues going to work, and he's always got this incredibly big smile plastered onto his face. At one point, even the co workers start poking their heads out of their cubicles to see why he's so damn happy and Genevieve I'm going to spoil it for you he's so damn happy because he has a huge penis because of surgery
1: no it's not surgery.
0: No, it's not. oh is it is it is some other kind of enhancement
1: it's well it's really snake oil but it's just oh. a pill oh it's a I've pill got a, I've got a extensive background on these ads and the guy who created them oh
0: good okay let's take it let's take a listen and then you can fill me in I'm sorry I got that so wrong this is Bob Bob is doing well very well indeed that's because not long ago, with just a quick phone call, Bob realized that he could have something better in his life. And what did he get? Why, a
1: big boost of confidence, a little more self-esteem, and a very happy missus
0: at home. To learn more about Enzite, contact your doctor or call one 877 4 for a free brochure. Or visit Enzyte.com. Enzite, the effective, reliable way to natural male enhancement. Uh, you're right, I couldn't have been more wrong. It's a once-a-day tablet for natural male enhancement. Of course you have the shot of his neighbor who looks less happy who is of course holding a floppy hose that becomes just less and less effective
1: the insight smiling bob commercials were ubiquitous if you've watched any tv probably not more not super recently and i'll get into why but if you watched any tv in like the first half of the two, like the aughts or the, throughout the aughts, you would have seen these they were everywhere. There were a total of 18 of these made and each one was more wink wink and smarmy than the last right like mm-hmm. it was all visual um, You know jokes about uh, Erections and uh, ejaculation and it was all you know double entendre and wink wink so I just sort of got curious about these ads and I I stumbled onto a gq article that i cannot recommend highly enough i'm going to link to it on the on the facebook group page uh the headline of this article is the rise and fall of the cincinnati boner king <laughs> god bless you gq so steve warshak is the guy who created and marketed insight which is the the male enhancement pill that we just heard advertised um, he's the founder of something called Berkeley Premium Nutraceuticals, uh, which was a sold a wide range of supplements, but it made I mean, its blockbuster far and away its main moneymaker was Ensite, right? Mm-hmm. And this was like right after Viagra had come out. So there was a sense amongst the mark in the marketplace that um, erectile dysfunction uh, or male enhancement or whatever could be solved pharmaceutically. And this guy was just like he saw an opportunity to peddle a bunch of just. I mean, it's just like insight is nothing. It's non-prescription. Is the
0: promise though, or is the claim that it 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 helps you with ED, or is the claim that it because I heard Andrew, enhancement and I thought it, it meant that it gives you a bigger penis. All of it. Really? Okay. You really decided to go deep on this. I have
1: gone so deep on this. This article was amazing, and I'm going to read most of it to you. So buckle in. Uh, so so Steve Warshak, this guy who founded uh, Berkeley Premium Nutraceuticals. Um he just sold countless men on the idea that this was that this was uh, you know that this was possible and it was way cheaper than Viagra, and you still didn't need a prescription. You could just order it you know
0: over the phone. See, this is where I'm getting confused. so it is a competitor to Viagra, which means that it is performance based in its claims
1: It's a competitor in the sense that they're trying to compete with Viagra, but it's not a vasodilator it's mm-hmm. not a it's not a pharmaceutical, it's just a supplement
0: okay. Uh, it
1: just has like ginseng and other shit in it, you know. I mean, it's mm-hmm. like any. It's just, I mean, it's like all almost all supplements. It's total hokum. Okay. Um So anyway, so this guy ended up in prison for whoa he got for a, this, huh? Yes, he Full got on a full-on He got a 25-year sentence. Um, he was uh, he was ac- accused and charged, convicted of bilking his customers out of more than a hundred million dollars. Uh, and it was a very simple scam, which like many people have done as a scam, which is people would. Get their free Insight uh, trial sample, mm-hmm. and all they had to do was give their credit card to pay for shipping. Mm-hmm. And then, as soon as they had the credit card information, they would uh, just do this thing where they would that you would you would have you would have opted in unknowingly without mm-hmm. without disclosing to you to repeat shipments. Mm-hmm. And they would send you repeat shipments until they until you told them to stop. And at that point, most of them stopped. But like you do that on a big enough scale, yeah. you get hundreds of millions of dollars. Amen. Um, So, uh, and basically they figured it it was, Nsight figured that they would market it to men who didn't want to go to the doctor, uh, and they were more likely to be ashamed of their sexual inadequacy and less likely to mm. kick up a fuss.
0: Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same with any of these kind of uh, borderline industries. Like, um, yes. I even think back in the day, like 900 numbers or whatever. Like, how big of a fuss do you want to make about right. this? Because that then discharge. everybody knows that you, you know, are calling 900 numbers.
1: So the campaign we just watched, I said they made 18 of those ads with that, that actor. It was directed by a guy named Randy Spear, as GQ says. Yes, that is his real name. <laughs> Um, he was a former creative director at Leo Burnett in Chicago, which oh, is, yeah. you know, pretty Huge. reputable. Yeah. Uh, when, and so usually uh, this kind of product, these sort of, you know, snake oil type of products that don't work would be sold in what's called DR, um, direct response advertising, that's a, like dial now, operators are standing by mm-hmm. uh, kind of thing. But Spear didn't want to do DR. Um, he wanted to do like a more classy campaign. And so him and Warshock, they got together and they decided to make Enzyte the like reputable mainstream herbal al- alternative to Viagra. And they were also marketing it to men who, unlike Viagra, which you need a prescription for and which you need a prescription for if you have actual erectile dysfunction. This was marketing it to men who are just insecure. Mm-hmm. And it was like men in their like 30s to 50s who are not medically having a problem, but just like. It was just playing on their insecurities. Um, but the first domino began to wobble when customers started complaining about how hard Berkeley made it, Berkeley's the name of this company, made it to get a refund.
0: No, at least something was hard.
1: <laughs> um, you sound like the GQ article because it is so <laughs> full of like jokes and puns. Uh, one Berkeley employee testified that the company required unsatisfied end site buyers to submit a notarized letter from their doctor verifying that their penises hadn't grown. Oh my god um but this is my favorite thing the government's most damning piece of evidence was an email written by warshak's nephew oh by the way everyone he hired was his family okay it was just a gravy train for him and his family okay warshak's nephew jason cross Kosman, in which costman sketched out a plan to wring more money out of dissatisfied customers he suggested that after customers canceled sales reps should call them back pretending to be a company contracted by a hospital to do health surveys and if the ex-customer revealed that they used to take a Berkeley product, the fake survey taker should suggest another cheaper product that the, quote, hospital is promoting and not mention that it was also made by Berkeley. So either, oh, in other wow. words, like, oh, well, have you heard about this drug? It costs you know two-thirds of what Enzyte
0: did. Uh huh. they'll um, just sell him something else. And just That's sell something probably else. Probably the same thing with a different name.
1: And this is the email that Warshak, the guy who went to prison, the founder, like signed up, like oh, re- no. replied to and said, like, great idea. Um, this is the email from his nephew, Kosman. The The poor customer bites, thinking he's getting a deal, even though he's actually getting taken by my company for the second time around, Kosman wrote.
0: That's like at five or six exclamations. Yes.
1: Point. I'm not giving it the full, the full. You should really read this. It's just
0: so unprofessional. I've, never, yes. used that. Oh. I've just never used that many exclamation points in my life.
1: Yes, unprofessional is the least of it. Cosman wrote, The scheme is beautiful. Dreamed it up after many a bong hit one night. <laughs> These customers are fish in a barrel, man. You already spent the media dollars to get them in the barrel when you bought the insight spot. Don't let them get away so easy. Exploit the shit out of them. Oh,
0: my God. Is this guy in prison too, Cosman?
1: Uh, a bunch of his co-conspirators did get... Um, did get prosecuted most of them rolled on him immediately um his mom got two years but they she was like she was sick and she had like some kind of terminal illness I think she got time served time served um so this is just one more note about Warshak um who basically as the articles like wrapping up it's like you know don't feel sorry for this guy because um he was not a good actor before he got in because he claims he just got in over his head and he mm-hmm. didn't understand about how marketing works and stuff uh but before he got into this insight scam um he did a scam where he sent invoices to hundreds of restaurants around the country claiming that they were 390 dollars past due and no, for some
0: company he doesn't doesn't even for have, restaurants just, that he
1: had no no relationship with. Like in other words, like just like
0: you owe money, you're past due. The same way I get calls on my phone yes. that say your account is past due. Exactly. If you don't respond now, we will call the authorities. or And whatever.
1: he said he this was his explanation for why he sent those letters. He said he goofed and that sending he was sending invoices. I goofed. <laughs> I goofed. Uh, That's a legal defense, right? right. Uh, The I goof defense.
0: (laughs) My favorite part was when they gave me my money. Actually, that was a doctor who said that. Never (laughs) mind. I I think I'm thinking of Lutz. Anyway, go ahead.
1: He said he goofed sending invoices when he meant to send solicitation letters.
0: What is a solicitation? Will you
1: be? Can we become your something of you know? Can we become a? Can we become a client of yours, or will you become a client of ours? Um, And he claims that. He gave an interview for this article and he's... Wow, from prison. From prison. And he's like so... He's just one of these sociopaths, right?
0: Wow.
1: um He was released, by the way, that he... On appeal, um they did throw out some of... or I think they determined that basically the judge was so disgusted. I mean, some of the things the judge had to say to him were like, you know, so angry mm. that he did get probably a little bit under the sentencing guidelines. He probably got... a a few more years than really his crime, than was commensurate with his crime, compared to what other similar crimes have gotten. Because he's so, because he was so awful and unrepentant. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, he only did uh, I think like eleven years, and he got out in twenty nineteen.
0: Oh, okay. So if wow. anyone's
1: looking for a business partner,
0: yeah, he's out now. He's single, ready to mingle. By the way, because you love this article so much, I want to give oh credit. his
1: wife is an OBGYN, and she stood by his side and raised really? his kids while they were in, while he was in prison.
0: Article written by Amy Wallace, who at the time was a geek. Q correspondent who looks like has written some pretty interesting things like the Time Bandits of Southern California, the true story of thieves who stole millions of dollars worth of watches, and the special agent who brought them down, and one that might be up your alley Vives, Walter Goggins, L.A. Walton home, Goggins. Walton Goggins, L.A. Home, and is an always changing collage of <gasps> I stuff. I knew I liked
1: Walton Goggins. That's very, yes. mu- very much my aesthetic yeah. as well. That's
0: from 2018. Looks like her last pieces were written for GQ in 2018. I don't know what she is doing now, but I will go to her Twitter and tell you that Um, she writes for all kinds of publications so there you go Uh, Amy Wallace is the writer on that thanks for doing all that research Vs I would have probably just made a dumb boner joke and moved on
1: well it's the story about the boner king is fascinating yeah
0: absolutely the boner king of cincinnati yeah that's true every city has its own boner king
1: (laughs) um and they get into wars
0: so speaking of your research there is a commercial here another bob commercial that i know nothing about you wrote what the fuck is happening here this is what is this
1: this is a terrible ad and i i just needed to show it to you i almost think we could take this offline i don't know that it will be at all enjoyable for the listener but this is one of those evidently local car sales commercials. You know, it's like a a woman talking to the camera about what great deals they have. Um, And at one point, the only connection to Bob is that she says these deals are Big Bob approved.
0: Big Bob approved.
1: Yeah, but when she's describing the sort of like, when she's doing the the dreadful alternative, right, she says, do you hate it when this happens and you go to to look for a a used car and then... Then why don't you just watch it and tell me what you see here.
0: I will tell you this. I'm spoiling it for myself. I haven't seen this yet, but I am looking at the description of the commercial. and It says, Natalie Lingman is the actor who plays the spokesperson. And then Big Bob Landendorf is the man on the ground wearing a hat. So I'm excited to see what happens here. Let's take a listen.
1: Have you ever had this kind of experience when you were buying a car?
0: Oh, my back! <laughs> or something... Okay, so you see a large man who must be connected with this company. I, I assume I'm that's Big
1: Bob Ladendorf. Sh- and it's
0: an incredibly close-up shot of him. You can't tell
1: what the fuck is happening. It is
0: so weird. It's from under his chin. He looks like a larger man with a flavor saver and potentially a sweatband on his forehead. Again, I cannot explain to you how insanely... And, and obscenely would, close up this is and it's they, shooting right up his nose. Why
1: would a oh my why would you be lying on the ground and sh- shouting about your back? Have you ever had this search like when you're so, like when you're shopping for a new uh used car?
0: I know it's very confusing and it's only in there for 1 second. Yeah and this is we the weird part. We're going to see more of him. Oh it's not the weird part. Okay, I here mean we it's go. a weird part. Okay, let's go back to the beginning. Have you here. ever
1: had this kind of experience when you were buying a car?
0: <laughs> oh my back. Or something like this? <laughs> That's what? the weird What? Part. What? 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 <laughs> so that's the same guy, but this time he's dressed up like he's a like a like safari a, guy, a safari big game hunter or something, and he's in his lot. This must be—is this the same guy? I don't see the flavor saver, but it's nowhere near as close of a shot.
1: I think it's got to be Big Bob Ladendorf. I
0: guess so. He must run the place, so he's now in the um, car lot, dressed like a fool for some reason, saying this. <laughs>
1: at victory motors we offer a different approach and then just like it. goes into victory normal motors car commercial okay our nothing
0: more there's no more big bob stand. in this she
1: says when others have turned you down our selection is unbeatable and our prices are even better there's a reason we're the best all of our cars are big bob approved and we can ship anywhere in the continental u.s Log so after the after motors those, those okay. two clips of this guy having a stroke i yeah, guess yeah uh are done it's just like a very generic local car commercial
0: so big bob must be like a local known car dealer this is
1: my plea to any ad counselor who who is listening if you know if you have some context for like what we just heard please send it to me
0: it's at the end of your sentence if they're going to keep going i was just googling (laughs) victory motors big bob just to see what we can get on this guy um, it looks like this might be Detroit or is this a different, uh, is this, uh, the same thing? Oh, Facebook won't let me do it because I'm not on, I'm not a Facebook I think person. that is the same one, though. Yeah, Motors Yeah, so Detroit. it looks like this is probably Detroit. What flavor do you have today? Well, kids, at Victory Motors, we've got the best selection of quality pre-owned vehicles in Metro Detroit. And our staff is ready to get you financed and out the door hassle-free.
1: Do you have vanilla?
0: I got a creamy Cadillac with moonroof and leather.
1: You're the worst ice cream man ever. I'm not an ice cream man. I'm Big Bob. This is like truly yeah. something that the Detroiters would make.
0: Yes, it really is. I wonder if the Detroiters have actually worked parodied this Big guy. Bob. Yeah, yeah because they, a lot of their stuff, uh, the TV show, The Detroiters, um, it was based on these, you know, the story was about two ad guys who worked for a... Um, very small firm and made terrible local Detroit commercials and a lot of those commercials are based on I think did we do a show on that or I think listeners from Detroit weighed in on what exactly they were parodying Um, here's one uh, also featuring somebody named Bob it's the Bob in this
1: <laughs> is this your? Is this your one that breaks your rule? No,
0: it's the same rule, but it, we're getting a, the 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 Bob T is getting a little bit weak here. This is actually called Bob and Trish. The name of the um, commercial is Bob and Trish bladdery really it's the child named Trish which is an interesting name for a child I know people named Trish (laughs) like they're adults now yeah right so I know that they were young at one point but this is Bob and Trish that sounds like a married couple but really it's Bob presumably a parent and Trish a child walk into a Napa Auto Parts Um, the customer service employee says hello Bob hello Trish and then really Trish takes center stage from that point forward Oh, little Trish, how can I help you? We need an oil flipper and a blattery. Hey, Rick, do we have an oil flipper and a blattery up there? You know, I think we just might. Oh, oil. Okay, so they give, um, they hand over an oil filter, of course, and a car battery. Oil flipper <laughs> and one blattery. Can I get you anything else? Maybe some spark bugs? Are you trying to say spark plugs? You're good. Come on, Dad feel like that was a trap.
1: Quality
0: <laughs> parts. Yep. It's not bad. One thing that bothers me is they never pay for the um, auto flipper or the oil flipper in the brattery.
1: In the blattery? I Kyle, it's an okay joke. I think that the guy who delivers the punchline does a decent job with it. Here's what bothers me in the blocking of that ad, his coworker, mm-hmm. either I don't know if it's the guy who handed him the the objects or just another coworker walks up and puts a sympathetic hand on his shoulder when he says I feel like that was a trap. But the way the scene is blocked, his head is specifically cut out by mm-hmm. the computer monitor. Yeah, you only
0: see like half of a bald it's such, head. It's, it's weird.
1: distractingly Either bad Either show the face or don't. Blocking. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's not great directing there. Um, how about, I know what you're thinking, Genevieve, you're thinking all these Bob commercials, they're all humans. What about some non-humans? What about a reindeer in this uh, situation we have kind of a walk and talk situation going on here like the west wing um <laughs> only it's santa with some elves walking through some sort of a um you know santa land it looks like you know probably where he lives and work trancer has got pneumonia sir but we found a reindeer replacement Bob Humbug. So now we see that there is a reindeer named Bob Humbug that is in one of these uh, stalls. So I guess we're actually in... What would you call an area where, like, horses and animals are kept like this? A stable? So we're in a stable situation. I'm not in a stable situation, but um, the commercial (laughs) is. And we see a very um, sad-looking reindeer with its head resting on on the windowsill and just looking, like, not into Christmas. And, of course, its name is Bob Humbug. Bob Humbug. Bob Humbug? (laughs) (laughs) Getting judged on your name is tough. At Overstock.com, our name makes people think we sell Overstock goods, but it's actually everything you see here. Get ready for the holidays in style with beautiful new furniture and this season's hottest gifts, all at Overstock prices. Ooh, someone's been nice. I know they're trying to, you know, this is I when remember Overstuck. when they did
1: that rebranding or that yeah. that, that attempt to deal with the, their name. And I think we've talked about it before.
0: It's infuriating it's in- because <laughs> other people don't get to pick their names. If I don't like the name Andrew, it's like I can deal with it one way or another as an adult. But, like, you called yourself Overstock. Yeah. You can't have the premise of the commercial be, oh, you're stuck with this shitty name. It irritates me. Direct- yeah. They're, they're playing the victim here.
1: <laughs> I don't know if I would characterize it exactly that way but i do think it is a weird like try work it's a weird workaround for something that you're right does not need to be a problem
0: right change the name and say we were overstock now we're yeah
1: i mean i get it like you're any brand has to balance the amount of equity they have in an existing brand as just a recognizable thing against the you know the potential of getting a better name that more that that is a better marketing tool for Mm -hmm. them i mean you know actually we could do a whole show on those kinds of brands like weight watchers is a really good example where Mm -hmm. they really didn't want to just totally rebrand and dump weight watchers but weight as a a way of measuring like as a thing that people are super focused on has gone out of fashion it's more about wellness and health and weight watchers is just traditionally like i mean i say this from experience like yeah, you sit in a meeting and, you know, you talk about your issues and whatever, but the big th- the big show is getting on the scale and seeing, you know, whether the numbers gone down, mm-hmm. right? Like, if it was really just about wellness, like, why aren't they measuring any other fucking thing, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, I mean, no one ever took my blood pressure, mm-hmm. right? And that's fine. Like, I was there to lose weight, so I- that was what I was Oh, interested. you wanted to
0: lose it. You weren't just watching it. <laughs> I
1: was just watching oh, it. Oh, so
0: I misunderstood <laughs> the whole concept. <laughs> I
1: was watching it go down. Uh, which was very satisfying. So I think, you know, it, it's an effective tool, but, like, they want to have it. It's the same thing. Like, they want to have it both ways. Like, mm-hmm. they have the brand equity. They have the, like, the legacy of the thing that they do. But the name does no longer works for them in the current context.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, th- this is different, but I'm just trying to think of the um, organizations that, like, officially shortened their names KFC, i believe kfc duncan. is one duncan that's right uh weight watchers is now what, the big dub or something <laughs> <laughs> it's actually better i don't even know what is it they, it's ww ww which is so it's awful so clunky i think the big du- the big dub, the big is, dub is way better um i guess people don't want big though i guess if it's a tiny dub yeah the tiny dub the um, shrinking dub AARP. The disappearing dub. I'm pretty sure AARP does not stand for the Association Association of American Retired Persons or whatever it used to oh, be. Oh, really? I think it's just AARP, and I, I think that's how I think, that's how I think that's how uh, uh,
1: NAACP is. Oh, really? Same um, deal. Because it's you know it's a pro- it's I don't want to say problematic, but mm-hmm. it's a a fraught. Acronym or was originally?
0: I could be wrong, but I don't think I think that NPR dropped dropped officially and legally National Public Radio. Do they oh, still say Oh, are they now that? just
1: officially Nancy Pelosi Radio? <laughs> hey
0: heyo! You told me that. I though. um, I mean that's what people would always yeah. like write in. You know like, who's like, years you know who's trying years to years get ago.
1: get us to not say their initials is Verbo. I was talking about this with some friends. Oh, I which I didn't think.
0: even know it was Verbo. I said VRBO. Well, that's exactly right. Oh, For yeah. years,
1: everyone called it VRBO. Uh-huh. And they have been relentlessly advertising to get people to switch to say Verbo.
0: Those weird commercials that we saw—the right. weirdly dark, wistful commercials—they're very
1: designy. Yeah, I like that. Yeah,
0: them. but are, weren't those the ones where it seemed like somebody was going to die in them, and we were no, shocked?
1: No, I, I—I think that's that was Airbnb.
0: Oh, really? I thought it was verbal. Anyway, I you're usually wrong. right. I'm usually wrong. I feel like there was another one, too. We said NPRARPKFC, KFC. But yeah, the, I think a lot of them just lost like the words and kept the acronym, which is a weird move, especially for national public radio, right? Could I be wrong about that?
1: I hadn't heard that. I mean, I, I you're much closer to it than I am.
0: When I type it in. No, if you go if you type in NPR you get national public yeah, radio. Okay, so I don't know why I, I don't know why I thought that maybe they just De-emphasized it for a while uh, on broadcast. Hey, Veeves Listen, I know what you're thinking you're like Andrew so far all of your bobs are all humans or reindeers. What about dogs? Okay <laughs> Does your dog suffer from fear of travel separation visitors or loud noises?
1: Dog New like from a the
0: creators p- of Thundershirt, it's Thunder Wonders p- Calming shoes, p- Available in regular and... Hey, you really petered out there because you couldn't think of what you wanted to say about this I dog. I thought of it. Because then you... It, a, a, a real pill? Is that what you said? A real drip? I said a real wimp. A real wimp. These are things that dog You got mad at really... me the
1: other day when I said the other one.
0: Pill? Yeah. <laughs> No. Oh, <laughs> did you say that on the show? I said it on the show, and um, you seemed
1: irritated by it.
0: Um, all right, yeah, so anyway, is that why you trailed off? You yes. wanted to say the P word? And I then did, you, okay. and then I was like, no, I'll offend <laughs> Andrew's
1: delicate sensibilities. Does
0: your dog suffer from fear of travel, separation, visitors, or loud noises? New from the creators of Thundershirt, it's Thunder Wonders Calming Chews. Available in regular and hemp varieties with ingredients like chamomile, ginger, and melatonin. Bob loves Thunder Wonders. Bob and I love relax. Bob, Thunder Wonders are vet recommended, drug free, and guaranteed to work. Now he's just chill. Do you think Thunder that's, Wonders? Do you think me?
1: that pug's name real name is Bob, or is that a, an actor dog?
0: I like to think that, it, that it's an actor dog playing a character named Bob. Otherwise, it doesn't fit my show sheet, and I, I'd have to expunge it. Yeah. In post production. All right. Um, I'm going to break another rule here. I said no products or services named Bob. However. We're a show that puts jingles first, and yeah, we're e- jingles forward. Yeah, exactly. And there are a lot of commercials out there for Bob's Discount Furniture, and there's something called the Bobopedic bed or the Bobopedic yeah, mattress. Do you I know this? Of, of
1: course, yeah, because you know the um, uh, Tempurpedic. pedic yeah. yeah, I was just like reaching for it. It was like the big before foam mattresses were everywhere. Tempur-Pedic was like, well, you know now a while ago kind of like an innovation in mattress technology mm-hmm. and the bob was like get the exact same technology that goes into a tempur but at bob prices
0: okay well let's do you remember the jingle because I found this delightful and I didn't remember I it at remember all I don't remember the jingle let's take a listen Everyone loves my Bob-A-Pedic mattress. The best sleep for way less than those other brands. But don't take it for me. Guys, it has a funny name, but I love their specially formulated memory foam. It was easy. I picked a price and feel, and Bob's gave me three great options. They let me choose delivery in a box or set up in my home. And have you heard that jingle? Bob's Bob-A-Pedic, from your head down to your feet, feels like no mattress you felt before. The people have spoken.
1: Bob's Bob volcanic.
0: If you haven't seen these commercials, it's, it's all done in very Henson-esque puppets. All yeah. these characters are little humanoids, but they're all like kind of Muppets or puppets.
1: Yeah, it's like Crankers Yankers.
0: Yes, it's like Crankers Yankers, as I like to say. Do you want to do your Bob's Red Mill? No. I mean, if you have anything to say about it, that's fine. I wasn't sure if you were just looking for things with Bob. Well, the it
1: just kind of... It did make me laugh a little bit because...
0: Well, let's just play it then. Why did it make you laugh?
1: Because um, basically he gets a scottish so the guy who runs bob's red mill uh you you know you've everybody's seen those they're like these little bags of like particular special like you can get specialty flowers and -hmm. and baking ingredients and stuff from them um and i like them they're kind of a regional company i think they're based in oregon oh okay
0: i don't know if i oh you know what i think luke might have done a story on this guy at one point
1: so anyway, he's that he does all of his own ads because he's like the face of Bob's Red Mill.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but in this one, he's just standing out in a field with a guy in full, you know, Scottish bagpiper regalia with the bagpipes and everything and they're there to just throw shade on how other companies make oatmeal
0: oh okay sounds good i'm gonna play the commercial for you here in a second except i find myself um on a a video that's auto playing from cbs sunday morning bob moore (laughs) founder of bob's red mill and i'm quite sure that this is a luke burbank joint uh introduced by it looks like jane Jane paulie who i believe is now stepping down for um john dickerson I believe. Let's take a listen. There's our boy. In my cupboard. <laughs> oh, I know. There really is a Bob. And the other thing is, is you're not dead, you know? <laughs> not only is he not dead, but at age 91, he's thriving. Bob Moore is an unexpected celebrity in the whole natural and organic foods industry. All right, there you go. I knew that Luke did a story on this. <laughs>
1: and he's wearing the exact same outfit yeah, no. in, the sh- in Luke's story that he's wearing in this yeah, commercial. Yeah,
0: Bob is true to the brand, he right? He really is. Red vest, he's a little got, golfer's cap. He's
1: like a slightly shorter, slightly portlier uh, James Cromwell.
0: Oh, interesting. I was going with the George R. R. Martin vibe.
1: Oh, no. No, this, he's This way guy more has crag, way fewer yeah. beard crumbs yeah, in his beard true, than George R. R. Martin.
0: Okay, so we have Bob Moore, uh, Luke's friend Bob, standing out in the field in his usual getup. And he's, uh, as you said, standing next to a guy playing bagpipes. Uh, also, by the way, um, this fella, Eric Albert, is credited as man playing bagpipes.
1: Thanks, Eric. I call that dirge for overprocessed oatmeal, because most stuff out there is pretty sad. At Bob's Red Mill, our Scottish oatmeal is the real deal. In fact, we're the only ones in America making it like the Scots do.
0: Slow ground on stone mills, just enough to open the seed and let the flavor out. If you don't love porridge yet, this will change your tune. I'm Bob Moore, and that's me on The Package.
1: If you don't love porridge yet... What's what's wrong? What are you doing? So
0: that commercial taught me that it's completely interchangeable. Oatmeal and porridge, eh?
1: I guess so. I mean, I wouldn't want to go to a porridge convention and try to, like flex or anything. I've got a lot to learn is all I'm yeah, saying.
0: Yeah, you would want to go just to observe. Just to be a, just right. to fly on the wall. You're, yeah. not, you're not ready to give a talk at I the don't think so. Symposium I mean, I guess yet. if
1: pressed, I would. Right,
0: of <laughs> course. It doesn't take much with you. Okay, <laughs> last up. I'm sorry. I can hear how low energy I am. I am so... I think the heat is just beating me down today. Um, one last thing here, and again, this breaks the rule of Bob's. <laughs> the rule of Bob's could also be the name of the show. Um, you know, mostly... This this was about characters named Bob selling a product. In this case, I just came across this thing. And we got when we come across these things, we got to play them. Another in the annals of disgusting toys. Uh. This one called Burpin' Bobby. The name of the commercial is Stinky Snack. Oh, I hate everything about this. Kids take turns feeding Burping Bobby stinky snacks. They try their luck until he burps, and they plug their noises to avoid the smell. It's like this little, little blue dragon-looking thing, and the kids keep shoving shit in right. its and face. Right,
1: and it's a Pop Goes the Weasel like base. Like we've talked about there's very few new ideas in yeah, these toys.
0: Yeah. Said this is burp goes the dragon right? or whatever. Oh, that is so not a dragon. That's a hippopotamus, I believe. It sure is. I can't say that word very well, but let me go back to the beginning here. Um, I don't know why I confuse I always confuse hippos well, with dragons. Well, didn't they dragons. What did
1: they call it in the in the thing? I don't think
0: they said.
1: Oh yeah, it is definitely a hippo though, you're okay, right. Okay, here
0: we go. They're the They're the dragons of the animal kingdom. Burp and Bobby. Bobby loves a stinky snack, but beware! Stinky food makes Bobby burp. Try your luck, but careful—the more he eats, the more he burps. Burp Bobby from Goliath We don't need it. That's terrible. We don't need it. That
1: is just bad. Are the s- stack? Are the snacks?
0: You place the snack on the table. Yeah, you know what? They're are what are the? Look like. They
1: look like little cardboard discs. Are they actually yeah. stinky? Where's the I don't smell know. coming from?
0: I don't even know if it actually makes a stink. I, my, my guess is it, it makes a sound.
1: So the kids should sue because it. The whole thing is that it's like the thing that comes out of his mouth is stinky.
0: Burping Bobby reviews. Can children sue?
1: Um, I think they maybe have to have a guardian sue for them.
0: Okay, let's see here. Um, how does Burping Bob? People also ask how does Burping Bobby work? Um, that's here. Let's go to this review from Mama dot Braga.net.
1: Burping Bob. Bra- this is a quote. Wait, go up a minute. Okay. This is a quote from Mama Braga, Mommy Blogger. That was hard to say. Blah, blah, blah. blah, 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 blah
0: so this is Mama Braga.
1: Mama Blogger.
0: Mama Blogger, <laughs> Burping Bobby game review.
1: Burping Bobby brought family night, family game night to a whole new... Burping
0: level and we loved it. And we loved it. Okay, that's uh I want to hear somebody complain about it not being stinky enough, but
1: sounds like it can't get stinky enough yeah. for this lady.
0: <laughs> Alright, my apologies for everything that just happened. The show's about to get good. Everybody is talking at me. I don't hear words saying. Only the of my mind. All right, Genevieve, it's your time to shine, and it's the ad council's time to shine.
1: Um, well, how do you get a good shine? start with a little wax. Um, I said on the last week's show that.
0: That was an amazing transition. I
1: thank you. Um, I said that when I. I said that we were talking about like food products that have sort of rituals associated with them. Mm-hmm. And I said that I take the little red wax. Uh, Coating off of the baby bell cheeses, and then I usually will often play with the wax, mm. um, and you find it gross. I mean, you find cheese gross, exactly.
0: So, it, so I find che- playing with cheese wrappers gross. I do like not, not covered like. In cheese. I do not like doing laundry and finding the little craft singles things in your pockets. <laughs> That's a gross thing that, <laughs> that I. That one is, I agree, with. not
1: uh great. I should mm-hmm. probably throw, just throw those away. Um, And I was going to put up a poll on the Facebook group to ask if I'm gross for doing that. Mm -hmm. But before I could get my act together and do that, I heard from several listeners that they also do it. And so I'm going to take my sample size of two as Mm. definitive. Thank you, Anna. Anna wrote, "Um, I don't know if you're going to do the Baby bell wax poll. You are not gross for playing with the wax. I do it. Just
0: because you do it, Anna, doesn't mean it's not gross.
1: You're calling Anna Anna gross. I'm just saying that
0: I do it. It's not gross.
1: Andrew just called you gross.
0: I'm just saying that that is that's not how science works.
1: She says, "Of course, when coffee cups used to be styrofoam, I'd pick it apart in patterns when I, after I emptied it. Same." Oh yeah, I, would do I that. know. I know we can't have styrofoam, but that yeah. was a pleasure.
0: Yep, absolutely.
1: And this is from Ben, friend of the show, uh, host of the greatest Ben Harrison, uh, the greatest generation, who
0: I know for a fact is gross.
1: <laughs> I mean, but that's a separate issue. Mm-hmm. That's unrelated to this.
0: Yeah. Uh, ben says, "What's oh, yeah. his Twitter bio? Something like the the." crown prince of fart jokes on the internet or something. Do I have that wrong? Am I confusing <laughs> him with somebody else? Or I don't know. Or is he know. the burp king of Westchester? I can't remember. That was
1: mine for a while. Um, but uh, from Ben, uh, he writes, I always mold the Baby Bell cheese wax into a little cube when I eat my cheese. Sometimes I poke little holes in the side to make it look like dice,
0: mm-hmm. which is
1: very adorable.
0: His and twi- cannot possibly be gross. This is coming from somebody whose Twitter bio is fart joke thought leader. <laughs> Just so you know, you're all gross.
1: What else we got? Um, this is from Josh. He posted this ad to Facebook. This is an ad for a company called I'm gonna say Epuron. Mm. Uh, why don't you give this a play? It's a long ad. It's two minutes. Do you want can we listen to the whole thing? Yeah, you sure. sort of, you sort of have to, to. So this is I've seen this before, and I remind me if we've talked about it before, but essentially you have a guy. He is very distinctive looking. He's extremely tall. Um, And sort of he almost like his head is very large like unusually large He's Mm -hmm. dressed sort of like in a weird way too He's wearing a black turtleneck and black pants and like a little tiny black bowler hat on his huge head
0: Mm -hmm. So he sort of looks like a sprocket from the neck down But then he's got this too small bowler hat on this giant head
1: Yeah, and he's he's a huge person and he's going through the city and You'll hear him talking about how he has a hard time relating to people and as he's describing this we're seeing why people might dislike him because he's going up to them, messing up their hair, uh, kicking sand at them.
0: He's kicking sand at little kids in the playground. I'm, I'm scrubbing ahead here. At one point, he goes up to a woman in an outdoor market and lifts her skirt up.
1: He lifts her skirt up. Yeah. So why this is give-
0: antisocial behavior, and yeah. criminal.
1: I mean, <laughs> just give it a play.
0: All right. I think he was uh, always misunderstood.
1: Here he is. He's lifting up this lady's skirt. She's upset, she pushes him, but nobody seems to interact seem with to like him.
0: Me.
1: He's kicking uh, sand at somebody. I think
0: I annoyed them. It's,
1: I wind. it's wind. His name is Mr. W. When
0: you said nobody, when you said nobody is reacting to him, I realized oh he represents something not unlike our boy Mayhem or right. something. He's a concept. And then I realized oh he's wind. He's kicking sand in kids' faces. He blew up somebody's skirt. He messed up this woman's hair. So
1: you're right. It's two more minutes of things wind
0: does. I would still like to see more.
1: All right. I don't know why.
0: That's just the way it was. He's throwing a potted plant off a balcony. Yeah.
1: Like knocking a bunch of plastic Maybe bottles out of somebody's
0: cart. Picking up a,
1: a tent and throwing it over.
0: At a wedding. Maybe I came on too strong. Now a
1: guy comes out with an umbrella and he walks up behind him and
0: Just like destroys, destroys it.
1: Destroys the umbrella. I
0: don't know. I really can't say. He's knocks
1: knocks someone's hat off he's
0: walking past somebody just knocks their damn yeah head off. it was lonely really lonely but you you get used to it after a while it's got an andre the giant vibe yeah
1: very much
0: and then one day Everything changed.
1: So he walks up to a guy who's sitting on a park bench Somebody and he starts messing with his newspaper.
0: Accepted me. But the guy doesn't care. The for, guy invites him to sit down. Since I've got uh, this job, life is And he shakes hands with him different. and gives him a
1: business card.
0: I finally feel useful. Good at something. It's the wind.
1: Yeah, and he's in any. He, there's a little mini wind turbine behind him, and he spins it.
0: Oh, the potential is ours. Yeah,
1: so I like this ad. I think it's very uh, clever. I have seen it before.
0: Who sent this in?
1: Uh, that was Josh. Posted oh, it to nice. Facebook. It's a great ad, um, and it's for this, I guess, uh, electric or you know, energy company called E Pureon. I think it's probably not us-based mm-hmm but something about this guy's presentation like he's all in black he's very tall he's um, unusually proportioned have you ever you've never seen it but there's a horror movie called it follows
0: oh yeah supposedly just an amazing film it's
1: terrific I think it's really a great horror movie it's not there's nothing gross or bloody in it it's just terrifying um, but all of the people who are the followers in it mm-hmm. are dressed solely in white. Okay. And one of them in particular is a very tall, unusually proportioned guy, kind of like this guy. And the way this guy is following people around and messing with them, but like is in some ways invisible is invisible to the world really reminded me of mm. that movie.
0: Yeah, that's a movie that I feel like I really need to see because it's supposedly great, but I also know it's really scary and I don't like to be scared. So I don't do know. You what don't to like do you
1: not like to be I mean there's nothing in it that's like I mean, it's, there's nothing in it that you can't handle.
0: Is the truth in it? <laughs> I'm well. sorry. I am just tanking the show today. Okay, um, this is from listener Bill. Now, I have not seen this one, but his comment definitely gets my attention. It says, this may just be a Canadian ad, but is it gross enough for international discussion? I mean how dirty are those teats
1: there are some teats
0: that's the message from bill (laughs)
1: that's what what bill has to say
0: that's what bill has to say i
1: like this ad this is very clever um this is for a company called rates.ca which is i guess like a i don't know if it's like a just sort of like a public service for uh, canadians so that they know if they're getting a good rate on things like car service Mm -hmm. uh, you know like like car repair service so you have a guy who's obviously the repairman at his shop or whatever, and he's he and the woman whose car is being fixed are standing in the shop underneath her car, which is up on the lift.
0: Okay, right. And he's
1: eating a bowl of cereal, which is relevant. Okay.
0: There's a problem. Oh, now we see underneath the car, and we're like, I don't know, some car part should be, we see it's like the underbelly of a Cow It's I a think. cow udder, yeah. And there's four cow udders, and it's pretty gross. Well,
1: there's one cow udder, but four teats.
0: Oh, that's how it works. Yes. I'm learning so much. There's a problem. Oh. You're getting
1: milked on your car insurance.
0: Hmm. Oh, one of them's dripping.
1: Been going on a while now. What should I do? Try rates.ca. You can compare rates from different insurance providers. Find the best one?
0: Oh God! And then he squeezes one of the teeth into his
1: cereal bowl. Don't get milked. Get a better rate and save an average of six hundred seventy-six dollars with rates.ca.
0: Yeah, that is gross. I guess gross enough for international discussion.
1: <laughs> I thought it was funny. Yeah, it's it funny. Was it I definitely like, will
0: stick with you. It
1: will stick with you. And I, the phrase "get milked" is, I, it's, I intuit what it means, mm-hmm. but it's not. I feel like it is maybe more a Canadian idiom, mm-hmm. a little bit more.
0: Mm-hmm. Mother, I'd like to kill bossy. <laughs> I can't
1: help you, dude. <laughs> I cannot help you.
0: You can sell anything. You can sell anything. If you think we missed any Bob commercials, you get at us. But remember, we're not talking anything. about celebrity Bobs here. and We're not talking about products named Bob unless it's that hip hippo that looks like a dinosaur or possibly a dragon um, you can get at us by joining the facebook group just look for after these messages show on facebook or you can email us after these messages show at gmail I still am bummed we didn't call it After These Messages podcast at gmail.com, but it is what it is. (laughs) It is what it is. It's been almost six years now or more. After These Messages show at gmail.com. And Genevieve, the voicemail number, please.
1: 607-444-5597.
0: Again, that's 607-444-5597. Sing us your jingles, and we'll put them on the air. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. You can sell anything.